This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Good evening, everybody. Happy Monday. We are back with the late show, Shaniqua Edwards Hayes. I am so excited to be back with you all. Today, we're discussing everything homework related. Has homework had its day? Is homework worth the hassle? That's what we're going to be discussing today. Call in, get involved. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Lovely. It is good to be back. Wow. So I hope you all had a lovely holiday if you're off for the holidays. I can't believe that the holidays are over. I had a great time. I actually relaxed, which is weird. I find teachers, we don't know how to relax. So I actually did relax. I ate a lot, ate far too much, uh, but had an absolute great time. And I'm happy to be back here on The Late Show. Wow, yeah, 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 glad to be back. (laughs) So. It's all right, guys. It's all right. It's all good. So for those of you who don't know me, I am Shaniqua Edwards-Hayde. I am a primary school teacher. I work in year five. I'm also the science lead, a behaviour champion for my school, um, a school council coordinator. I have a history of working in education. I was um, a nursery nurse once upon a time, been a babysitter, examiner, teaching assistant, worked with different age ranges, different key stages. It's been amazing. And now I'm a year five teacher and absolutely loving it. So today we're going to talk about everything homework related, but I've got a special guest with us today. I've got Deglin McAlloran. It's lovely to have him. So I'm going to see if he can just introduce himself. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Deglan McLaurin. Sneaker, that was some serious introduction music there. It was, uh, it was very urgent. It's like something out of BBC. It's like the it's real good. deal. It's the real deal out here. It, we don't play. It was, it was serious. It was serious stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm Deglan. I've been teaching humanities for two and a half years, three and a half years, including training. A little bit before that, I was a classroom assistant for a year, which was grand. It was good. Good little bit of training before going off and doing my PTC. And then... Yeah, before that, I was at university studying history. So history is my favorite topic. Wow. Okay, a history lover. Oh, can I ask mm. then? Geography. I'm guessing you have to teach geography as well. Oh, I do. I I have to teach a little bit of geography, which is is interesting. No, it's Grant. I um, <laughs> I always liked geography. Um, so it was no, it was no, no issues. Having to go and teach us. That yeah, is all right I, I then. Had a little bit of knowledge, so it was all right. Just, just a little bit, not too much. I was going like... to say, just just a little bit. That's all right. That's all right. Mm. Hey. That's all you need. <laughs> well, it's lovely to have you today. And no we are talking about everything homework related. So I'm thinking, has homework had its day? Some experts insist that it simply stresses students and their families. 
Others believe that homework is relevant, age appropriate and engaging and can still instill good habits and enhance learning. So today, Deglin and I will be discussing everything homework related. Please feel free to comment, call in, text in. You can join the conversation, tweet us. You can tweet at TT Radio 22. You can tweet me at SEHMiss. And use the hashtag TT Radio. So, Deglin, if I start off with talking about homework and what I do first, mm-hmm. um, because you come from a secondary school background, whilst I'm here in primary school. So, just to let you know, primary school, my class, <laughs> they have homework once a week. I give it out on a Friday, it's due back on a Wednesday. Now, they get four pieces, five even. They have to do one English piece of homework, one maths piece of homework. They do something topic related. So this is where your history and geography fit in. Um, They they have spellings (laughs) to learn. (laughs) It's a lot. It sounds like a lot. It is a lot. And obviously reading. Now, that is a lot. Can't be the better reading, shouldn't it? Of course, of course. So there you go. They have to do that. Can I just say those spellings, there's 10 spellings, they have to learn them, understand what they mm-hmm. mean, and write 10 sentences about right. them, and then we have a spelling test. Now, mentioning all of this, it sounds like a lot of work, to be fair. It's mm. it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm just interested to hear, what's homework like for you? What do you do? Oh, it depends. So if it's a key stage three group, it, it, we kind of, well, I try to mix it up a little bit, so... Sometimes it'll require them, I'll require them to read and they'll have to identify keywords from the text, they have to summarize the information, just getting that little skill because it's a skill they're going to take with them in the key stage four and even when they go on to university eventually. Um, but one thing I've been yeah. doing recently that I've, I absolutely love doing this, it's actually being a bit creative with them. So yes. if you're like, let's, yeah, let, let's do all the heavy lifting in class. That, that's, that's for us to do that. But mm-hmm actually want them to like my subject i want them to actually have a bit of joy when they think about history not oh this is boring i just read so much i just read walls of text all yeah. i'm doing is writing i, I don't like that idea because for me growing up that's not what history was history was it was alive it was interactive obviously growing up in ireland you still got castles it's the same in the uk like castles everywhere um <laughs> and i remember going there was a there was a norman castle next to where i lived Mm-hmm. We always ended up, me and my grandfather always used to take me there. So it was alive for me. I was, I was there, I was living and I was experiencing. So for example, when I set um, homework recently, I asked the kids mm-hmm. to design their own Viking ship. And wow. honest to goodness, some of, the, some of the designs that were coming in, I say I said some of, they were all fantastic. They're all beautiful. They're all amazing. But <laughs> some of them were really, really, really amazing. Like, Absolutely and immensely. Can I ask, did you give them materials or you just said whatever you have, uh, you use? Because obviously some children might not have, or, you know, the materials. Oh, the, the thing was, when I say design, sorry, they were like drawing one up. They weren't actually oh. building one from scratch, oh. sadly. I know sorry, that I was getting been really amazing. excited. Okay. Like, I mean, yeah, sorry. Sorry to <laughs> take the wind out of your seals. Like I've let the side down there, but they, um, they were still they amazing though. Still amazing designs. Oh, listen, epic. They were, they were so, so good. There was a lot of effort put into a lot of them. See, I'm loving this. So actually, 
I'm oof. I'm finding okay with history then. Do you ever mm-hmm. set revision as homework? Yes, um, okay. that's that's more of a key stage four thing. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like when we're we're getting them up for we call them learning checks for a little test, a little assessment. We would always give them a better, would let them know it's coming, that it's uh, it's on the schedule, and then we would give them some revision to do, um, okay. just to set them up for success. Because I feel like it'd be a bit unfair sending them into it without them knowing. Like, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Okay, mm. so this is great. Obviously, you know we were supposed to have Courtney White on, uh, and Courtney mm. White, you know she's listening. She's currently teaching, but she's listening, and she is a bit, you know, quite famous over in Texas. She's a primary school teacher or high school teacher, <laughs> elementary. She's a teacher. <laughs> anyway. She's, de- she's definitely a teacher, hopefully. She's like, a I'm, teacher. I'm certain that's, she's a teacher. That's good enough. She's a teacher. Mm. And she went viral a few years ago on TikTok because she was just saying that she has a no homework policy. She doesn't believe mm. in homework. She believes that children have enough on their plates. They should just go home and spend time with their families. They should relax. Um, and that that's what she really felt strongly about. And actually, <laughs> she's been all over the news. She hasn't, you know, backed down. She truly does believe it. If <laughs> I take a quote from her, she said, I respect my children's time outside of class. They work hard for me all day. They don't need to go home and do more homework because if they do it at home, it does not show me mastery. And she said, no homework policies aren't new. They aren't. They just aren't talked about as much. I'm in no way the first teacher to implement this in my classroom. Now, she got mixed feedback. Some people loved her. I can her. imagine. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, there was uh, well, some a... Well, some of the teachers... Some of the teachers, you know, were like, oh, controversial. But some of the students and just young people were commenting saying, you know, best teacher ever. Amazing. Uh, and she says she stands behind. Um, she stands behind everything she's posted. She said, "There's always going to be negative people trying to bring you down, but you have to focus on the positive." I love teaching and will always show up for my students. And she respects them. Now, what are you thinking? No homework policy. Have you heard of this before? Like no homework. No, I've never, never before heard a school have a policy of no homework ever, mm-hmm. ever. It's, it's actually uh, this is the thing. first I've heard for it. There's a few, I know, imagine. Yeah, there's a few. I mean, what, what are you thinking about that? It's see the pros and cons, definitely. I think I, I hear what I hear what she's saying. I think it's a very fair, fair point. She, she's respecting their time. Mm-hmm. I would rather they go home and spend it, at, like just spend it with family, mm-hmm. which um, is completely fair enough. I do get that. Like, but what happens if for that child, the homework is a bit of a it's a creative outlet. It's something for them to go home and concentrate on. Other yeah. than the, the family, like maybe the family dynamic isn't where it needs to be or it's a bit difficult. So homework is a little bit of an escape. It's just a, it. a point that came to mind there. I know. That, that's a good point. That is a good point. Mm. Courtney, if you do happen to be listening on your little break, send us a message. We're intrigued. We're interested. I'm going to come back to that. So <laughs> actually, thinking about homework, I went to look at a bit of research and I know you've been researching as well. And actually, if we look at the Education Endowment Foundation, they said that homework has a high impact for a very low cost based on not, you know, the most evidence. But they believe that homework has a positive, positive impact on average five months. 
Um, but it more so benefits secondary school children than it does primary school children. So mm. actually, homework is to the benefit of you guys, really. Um, apparently, it doesn't benefit primary school children as much. Um, some of their key findings were that... It is, isn't it? Some of their key findings were that some pupils may not have a quiet space for home learning, and they believe that's important for schools to consider how home learning could be supported. So, for example, providing homework clubs. Some Another bit of key findings was that homework that is linked to classroom work tends to be more effective, in particular studies that include feedback on homework that had, you know, that had higher impact on learning. And it is important to make the purpose of homework clear to pupils. Now, me here already reading that, <laughs> homework that is linked to the classroom tends to be more effective. But they said including feedback and high quality feedback. I can't lie. <laughs> I get tired. I've got so much marking to do that homework is not the biggest priority to be marked that actually I don't think I even give high quality feedback. I appreciate the effort that the children have put in, but not all the time do I give the highest quality of feedback, I've realised. Um, and especially, like I said, there's so many pieces of homework. Um, yeah, so I am interested with you on the other hand, because obviously you've got quite a few classes. It's a bit different for you. Do you find you give high quality feedback to homework? Okay, um, I'm going to out myself as a terrible teacher here. Um, I'm out myself, don't worry. Don't you worry. did, you, you stood up there and out of yourself. <laughs> I, um, I teach 11, 11 different classes. Ooh. And yeah, I honestly wouldn't know where to find the time to be given. Yeah. With, yeah. Without it, I only see these classes twice a week. So mm -hmm. at what stage, if I'm, I'm going to lose a lot of time if I go into homework and, and like really really give high quality feedback i'm going to lose less in time and you know yourself we're pushed for time as it is yes yeah. it's, it's obviously it's really difficult so you're trying to get through that course course content you're trying to teach those skills do i put the brakes on and go right okay let's look at that homework you've done last week and let's start mm -hmm. breaking it down i mean i get it it would make sense to do that i mean there's Obviously, there's definitely benefits. If this study is suggesting that it's going to benefit secondary school students more than primary school students, I mean, there has to be something there in the evidence. But yeah, I just feel I feel like yeah, it's where do you find the time? It's yeah, that's all I'm worried about the time, 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 time. That is that is it. I find there's just not enough time. And actually, once upon a time, someone said to me, "Oh, but you can use your TA," you know. But that's not <laughs> actually exactly. That is not making it you know using my TA to the best of her ability not at all not at all but then as well my children always like Miss Edward Aid have you marked it Miss Edward Aid have you seen it um and they put effort into their work and actually will come to it later on but I have sanctions if you don't do your homework so actually I I just feel like where's the time but I appreciate that the children have given me their time so that is something and with you talking about um, homework in secondary schools, like we said, there's a, the evidence shows that it has more of an impact. Because um, if we think about homework in primary schools, our activities are usually, they tend to be reading, practicing spelling, number facts. Yeah. We might do a bit of inquiry skills. Um, 
occasionally a bit of revision. Um, whilst you guys, I believe, you know, it's more so completing tasks assigned that are less, that are assigning lessons, preparing for tasks in future lessons, you know, going on to coursework, revision for tests. And, mm-hmm. you know, it shows that you guys have a more positive impact. I, I guess it, I don't know, your homework. Do you plan? Okay, I don't want to out you. <laughs> I'm getting noted. It's happening. <laughs> no, but I find that sometimes with me, yeah. homework, I'm like, oh, homework. Oh, oh no, it's Friday. Have I said it? Oh, and actually, if I go back to the reason why I did this, there was a tweet from a teacher a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and she wrote, I love my job, but setting homework is the absolute bane of my life. Trying to find tasks to suit what we're doing that are suitable is a headache I don't need. I don't have time to market either. I just want them to read and learn their tables. That's what matters. I feel like primary school teachers at the moment, ugh, we're going crazy about homework. Um, but do you find this, you know, do you find it's a bane of your life to try and plan pieces of homework, you know, as well? It's sometimes. So like, I was very lucky with that. I found that Viking booklet online. I was like, right, this is, this is absolutely fantastic. This is so creative. The kids are actually going to enjoy doing this. Yeah. And I found another one. I was teaching uh, the Normans, Norman Conquest 1066. And mm-hmm. I found another absolute wagon of a booklet. I was like, I can use this. This is really great. And it was it was so simple for me to use because it was literally, right, this is the page you're doing. This is your task. Yeah. You bring it in. I give them a week to do it every time. They bring it in the following, the following week. I have a look at the lesson. Or at the beginning, it's always in the the do now. So in the first seven minutes, the mm-hmm. homework will be out on the table, and I'll okay. circulate with a red. Yeah, I'll, I'll circulate with a red pen. Ooh, red I'll pen have a look now. Sorry, I didn't know the red pen was controversial. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm getting outed as a terrible teacher. And I'm no, no, no. I use a red pen. I use a red pen. Don't worry, red pen crew. It's all good. Grand, grand stuff. So um, I'd circulate and have a little look at what's been done and. If I spent, I could spend the whole lesson picking each piece of homework apart. I could do that. But like I said, I have seven minutes. That's a do now activity. And now I need to start the lesson when that's up. And that's also having to take the register and making sure they're actually on task. Yeah. Making sure they're actually starting to do now and a little bit of behavior management as well. Making sure everything's going tickety-boo there. But yeah, it's if, if time. It's all about time. Um, sadly, we don't have infinite time. Yeah, that... That is it. I think as a teacher, we just need more infinite time. I, I just think mm. we need time. We need time. Time even to feed back. Just time in general. Yeah, feedback's oh, a yeah, tricky one, isn't it? it? No, no, it's just saying feedback's so tricky. Because the, the kids the kids have given their time to do this and they want to show off their work. Like, sir, look at this, look at this. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I literally cannot. I don't not have the time to look at this right yeah. now. Yeah, um, that's yeah, how I feel. Sad. That is it's how good. I feel. There's not enough time, but actually, I feel like <laughs> there's an elephant in the room. Also, there's someone who's joined <laughs> an elephant <laughs> yeah. in the room, and that is, I know what's going on in my lesson. I know what's going on in my classroom. But sometimes I have parents, and sometimes I find the expectations from parents who want, you know. Either it's too much homework or it's not enough homework or, you know, they don't understand the homework. 
And that is a big thing. Uh, so actually, I've got someone who's speaking on behalf of parents. Uh, oh, actually, but before I comment, I can see lesson copy has said, I used to give out a sheet of 25 tasks at the start of term, all varied and creative and linked to topic. Then the kids would choose the ones they wanted to do. One a week for half term, entirely for engaging parents, carers with schoolwork. That's primary. That is a great idea. That is a yeah, great idea. Nice. That is lovely. And so they got to choose and it wasn't something they had to do every week, which I actually yeah, like. They had a, had a bit of agency in it and it was yeah. creative as well. I just, I think creative is so important because we do, the, like I said before, we do the heavy lifting, we do the skills, we do that constantly in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Let them go away and do something they enjoy. Yeah. And actually they can do that with their parent and carers. I've, I don't know if any of those tasks include, but I know a school who once did that and it was stuff like as well. You can go to the museum. Uh, I think they were studying mm. Romans. So you could go to a specific Love museum uh, with your parent <laughs> carer. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. We'll have to get onto some history stuff sometime. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I can see. <laughs> I can see a comment. Exactly that. Thank you at Lesson Copy. Much appreciated. Um, and please do join the conversation. Call in text in tweet us at ttr radio 22 or tweet me at seh miss um use the hashtag ttr radio and i can see we've got joshua there joshua are you there hi can you hear me hello joshua i can hear you lovely to hear from you and so joshua you are a parent which is yes. why you're here. I, I want to hear from you <laughs> from a parent's point of view. And homework. Now, tell me, tell me, what do you think about homework? And tell me a bit about yourself, actually. Do you have children? Yeah, so I've got I've got two children, one in year five and one in year one. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thoughts on homework is a bit of an interesting one because it's changed over the years. So okay. I, I'll give you a bit of a backstory. So, you know, me growing up, in a normal state school in London, I don't recall in primary school having much homework to do. Okay. Um, I, I, I recall a lot of the work that I did outside of class time was generally what my parents gave me, which was, you know, all, all the extra stuff, learning languages, a bit more reading. Mm-hmm. From school, the only homework I recall having was um, Spelling. I, had, I remember. I remember doing spelling tests every every Friday. I don't know if that still happens, but I remember that vividly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, practicing for that, and actually being rewarded for it from my parents once I got twenty out of twenty or whatever. Twenty out of twenty. Yeah, it was a yeah, yeah. They really pushed us. Well, Gosh. On that, wow. on that on that front, they pushed us. But, <laughs> getting beasted there. <laughs> but majority of the, yeah, yeah yeah, majority of the homework we received was you know at the very. Basic, well, not basic level, but it was always spellings or a bit of extra reading. Um, however, now, you know, now having children, that's the standard of which I would expect. So initially, my children, my son is obviously a five. So he's we've gone through this for a few years now. So I wasn't sure how much is enough or too much homework to receive. Now, he, in year five, doesn't get an awful lot, I'll be honest. Normally, around, if there's a half term or end of term, he'll have yeah. a, uh, he'll have some homework. It won't be loads. It might be enough to occupy him for like a day 
but it won't be oh, a lot. Can I ask you a question, if you don't mind? Go for it. So, yeah. as you know, I'm a year five teacher. And yeah. I think you missed earlier, but I was saying for my year fives, and I want you to just say, is it similar? Um, but I give them, so they get four to five pieces of work every week, every Friday. They get, a, they get spellings. They have to write out 10 spellings, learn them, learn the words, learn the meanings, uh, ready for a spelling test. On Thursday, they get um maths homework they get english homework then they get a topic kind of homework that might be to do with like something that's gone on in the world that week or history or geography um and then they've got to read uh, and that's every week is it the same wow. that's quite incredible no <laughs> far from and i mean i, I guess the, the the question here is uh, it's, it's a weird one because obviously my my son year five like like your children you teach he gets mm-hmm. very minimal homework. Now, granted, sometimes he gets homework, but I, we don't know about it. You know, he's he's a year five boy. He doesn't want to come and do homework. He wants to come home and play his Nintendo Switch or go and play football. So I won't always know if there's homework or not. Um, sometimes I'll log in on his, um, on his teams. You know, since COVID, I think a lot changed in terms of how, they, how the children learn. So a lot of the learning they do, they, they've got teams logging. I can log in and see if he's got homework. Now, it could go two or three weeks and nothing's been set. And I've looked every week. So, you know, maybe it's partly my fault. Maybe because I've not looked on the fourth week and all of a sudden there's three pieces of homework that have landed in his in his inbox. But he doesn't. Well, he probably does know about it, but he's not telling me he knows about it. So he's, he's by the time I've flying seen under it, the radar, like straight on that yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that so by the time I've seen it you know he's, he's, it was due two weeks ago and so I think partly um, I mean there's probably a bit probably a communication issue not issue but a concern with you know parent to teacher because you know these children maybe it's my child who's a bad child they, they don't he doesn't inform me about homework so unless I'm checking I won't know and because it's not consistent sometimes it, it can get missed but, you know, over the years, I mean, this year I was saying in particular, he's, I've started to notice there has been um, more homework than there was from reception up to, you know, year three, I think is when COVID started happening. Now he's year five. So I think there has yeah. been a little bit of an increase, but it's not, I mean, it's not as much as what you just mentioned in terms of how much homework he's getting. He might get one piece a week and it might just be, uh, you know, very basic you know, either spelling in which, you know, you have the word in front of you, then it quickly disappears and he's got to remember it, but, or things like that. Um, So it's not, it's not a crazy amount. My daughter, who's year one, um, hers is just at this point, just reading um, and writing. But if I'm honest, again, I'm I'm lying to say that's homework because actually that's what we give her. She she actually doesn't get any homework from the school. Um, So yeah, that's, I mean, do you yeah, wish? Do, do, do you wish? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Do I? Yeah. He's probably going to ask. Do I wish they got more? Is that what he's going to ask? Yes. Or did yeah. I, oh, I do. Honestly, do because you know at points you notice that with children they get bored at home and if I could just say go and do your homework, it might you know save me from thinking all right what can I give you okay let's get so I purchase some books um, yeah some books that he, he some workbooks they work through um, mm-hmm. and and that that seems to be quite useful. Um, and in all fairness, uh, let's not take anything away from what they're learning at school because he comes home and he's very not. They they do have they do learn a lot in school. So 
when the workbooks come out and then, you know, there's questions about different maths equations and I'm still scratching my head. He seems to have a formula to work it out, which is obviously learned from school. So they are learning and picking up a lot of information and perhaps, you know, they're at a level where homework isn't necessary because I don't know the classes where they should be. I don't know, but I do wish he did have more homework because actually it gives us as parents a little bit more um, kind of understanding as to where they are and a little bit more guide guidance as to what things they are learning and how we can, you know, enhance that, that knowledge. So I do wish he had more, but like I said, I also compared my son who's year five to my niece who's year five. And from what I understand, she's flooded with homework week Mm -hmm. in, week out. And so that's where my comparison started. Before that, I wasn't sure how much homework was normal. But since I started comparing my niece, and this was probably from year two, year three, I realised actually at our school, homework is a bit of a a non-starter most of the time, to be honest. Does your niece go to a different school then, I imagine? Yeah, different different school in a different borough. So I'm not sure if that's a factor, if that plays a part. But yeah, um, complete different school. Different area. Imagine if it's the school. Yeah, imagine if it's a different school, they'll have their own homework policy. And it might be a bit more regimented and they might have a like a routine set in place for who's setting homework and when. So it's just yeah. yeah it's quite a lot getting set, I suppose. Yeah. And actually, interestingly, when you were talking, it made me think actually, I find sometimes homework is more for the parents. Um and actually listening to you, I kind of think that because like you said, you're not at school with us, you know, every day. We're going over the work, we're doing this. And actually, some children will happily go home and share, this is what we've been doing. And some children will just say, you know, we did work. That was it. Um, so actually, when you're at home and doing homework, you can see what your child is actually up to, what they're, what they're actually studying in class. And I think with parents, I feel like that's quite great. Um but it made me start to think, hmm, if we think about class with homework, is there a bit of a class war? And I say this as, you know, a lot of people say no homework. If we had no homework, there are children who have tutors. So I'm thinking of, you know, a class when they, they do have, you know, tutors. That's fine for them. I find that sometimes homework can be that tutor. Uh, for you know children like me who couldn't afford a tutor um homework is my teacher checking to see that I do understand um just a bit of extra help because not every child can afford a tutor um so I also think do you think class affects homework as well I just yeah yeah I'm actually thinking a bit deep now um you've deeped it it is interesting and tutors they're do you have any kids who have tutors? Because I have some kids in my class who have tutors. Um, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a few, but it's not. It's few and far between. It's not many. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, as well, if you have a tutor, that's that's one on one. That's gold. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. such such a good tool. But like you said, not everyone can afford that. So it's yeah. homework. Yeah, it's homework. The alternative. Exactly. There, there, you could argue. You could say though that if you've set a homework. And like Joshua just said, his son would have the formula in school so he can come home and use that formula. What happens if there's a misconception then? What happens if he hasn't quite got the formula right and he's 
reinforcing the misconception. So now the teacher, when he comes in and there's a bit of feedback being given, yeah, what happens if the teacher now has to make up time to correct for that misconception? You know, so true. it's a double-edged sword, really. It could be quite tricky if you don't get it quite right. So the knowledge yeah. in school would have to be secured before you send them home with work, you know? Definitely. And actually, I'd, you know, as a primary school teacher, I'm just thinking sometimes I send work home and maybe some of you have heard this before. Um, if it's maths, a lot of the maths has changed with how we solve it, the methods. And I have some parents, we didn't do it like that, you know, you know, and sometimes they say to me, I don't know how to help my child because, you know, things have changed. I think we also have to remember as well, there's other parents who <laughs> like to help a bit too much with homework. Um, and in the end, it's their work. So I think it's important to remember as well, homework can be different for every child. Parents can be a help and a hindrance. What do you say, Joshua? If he's there. Yeah, I would say, you know what, it's, it's very true because what I would say is I, I realised I got a little bit overzealous with my children's work, probably during COVID because they were working from home. I was working from home, I was furloughed at the time actually. So, you know, when he's being set work, I immediately wanted to to, to get involved. And not, my son's the, 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 the type that will just sit back and say, all right, you carry on then. And I think that's... um. I quickly realised he went from being middle of the class. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. I quickly realised from being he went from being middle class to top of the class, and that was purely because I was a bit too involved. So, you know, once I kind of identified that, I took a bit of a step back, and I think parents ultimately want their children to be, you know, to be successful. Uh, and you know, as parents, we're human. We compare our children to the other children in the class, and so you want your child to be number one. Yeah. And yeah. you don't always realise actually by doing the work for them, they're not really developing or, or they're developing or learning less because you're taking off. Although they're top of the class in comparison to the other children, actually they're not because you as a parent might be doing all the work for them. So you become, you're just the, you know. You're a crutch, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think um, that that kind of being said, I think a lot of parents, we don't always realise it. You know, even if it's the small things where you're not actually doing the work for them, but you're giving them an answer that will allow them to maybe move on a little bit. But sometimes just allowing them that time to to think things through and understand what they're doing, is that's where the, the, the benefit of learning comes into it. Because if I'm just giving him a few answers here and there, he's not learning, you know, and that's that's where... I realised quite early on that, you know, we need to just give them the opportunity to to learn and even to make a few mistakes and, and actually learn from that as well. Exactly, yeah. Let them make the mistake because that's what they learn from ultimately, like. Absolutely. Yeah. If, obviously, if, if you come in and step in and say, okay, here's where you got it wrong, let me show you, and then fix it up for them. Absolutely. To show them how to fix it themselves. Like. That's it. Sounds like your child loves homework. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> he loves like the rewards that come after it. He loves the if you do your homework, you can play the iPad in, in watch the iPad at night time. He likes that. So the rewards oh. from the homework he enjoys more than actually doing the homework itself. Okay. Just a little okay. bit of bribery. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Goes a long way. <laughs> yep. Um. 
Okay, guys. So, um, we've got a short break for the news and some messages coming up. After the break and um, the messages, we'll be talking about sanctions. You know, what happens if children don't do homework? What do we think about that? Um, some of the best excuses uh, for not handing in homework. And I can imagine there, Deglin, you've got a few um, as a secondary school teacher. <laughs> and oh, you're putting me under pressure now. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh no, no. Uh, what about the dog? Your homework? Oh, listen. Oh, well, that, that's the old classic. Like, there's there's too many dogs eating too many homeworks. Like, that's that's old faithful. Like, always count on someone's dog to eat the homework. Like, there we go. And Joshua, I'd like to think you back to when you were at school. Well, Joshua, I don't know if you'll still be here after the after our short break, but if you are, please join in. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, lovely. Okay. Listen to some of the useful stuff. We'll be back after this. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.witherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development Every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure that Bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are Witherslack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit 
www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. In Wales, head teachers are optimistic that the new term beginning on Monday will be the most normal since 2019. School visits, leavers events, sports days, awards, fairs and shows are running for the first time since the pandemic began. New schools advice is due to be issued on Friday, May the 6th. Teaching unions, however, have warned that it is not business as usual and there is still a high risk of COVID disruption. Teaching union, UCAC, summed up mixed feelings saying, hopefully with the weather improving, there will be more opportunities for schools to plan extracurricular activities. However, only time will tell if the infections will rise or not after the Easter break. Karen Brown, head teacher of Millbank Primary School in Cardiff said, We are not so worried about COVID now, but there were still plenty of cases last term, so we are continuing with good ventilation and hygiene. We are looking forward to things like sports days again. Our plan is to invite parents to that and to our first year six leaver service for two years. We started trips last term and years five and six had an amazing time at Story Arms. We couldn't do that in the last two years. According to new research by the National Literacy Trust, parents spent less time reading, chatting and playing with their children during the pandemic. The Trust surveyed more than 1,500 parents with children under five. Overall, the report found that fewer parents of young children engaged in home learning activities, reading, chatting, playing, singing or painting and drawing, in 2021 compared with 2019, despite spending more time in their home with their child due to the pandemic. Spokesperson Alison Tebbs said, It was such a difficult time for people. There was less support for families. There was less socialisation happening and beneficial activities like going to the park or library were often unable to take place. Reading with children and having conversations is vital for helping their brains develop. One of the reasons two-year-olds act out is because they're trying to communicate feelings which they can't explain verbally. That's why you get tantrums. The more words they have and the more support they get when they communicate, the more in touch they will be with their emotions and with the wider world. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. And we're back. This is Two Minute Tech. Lovely. Welcome back, everyone. So, 
I had a little poll. I asked some people on Twitter. I was also on Instagram. I asked, is homework a hassle? Now, Instagram, obviously, a lot of them are my friends. So, you know, it's not the most accurate of sources. But I had 30% say, yeah, you know, homework is, you know, homework is worth the hassle. And 70% said, no, it's not worth the hassle, which is very interesting because not as many of those people are educators. So that was interesting to see. Now, then I took it to Edu Twitter. I took it to you guys. And 38% said, yes, it's worth the hassle. And 62% said, no, it's not worth the hassle, which is really interesting. I'm finding a lot of teachers and just everyone in general, support staff, they're getting stressed out by homework. Actually, like I said, some support staff end up being told, you're going to mark the homework. Is that the most effective use of their time? Although, I know last year I had the most amazing teaching assistant and she was by my side and we both took marking homework as, you know, something that belonged to us and belonged to the class. Um, actually, I can see her here. So, hello, hello. Hello, miss. I can see her. Um, so, yeah, I want us to think about why, why are teachers not enjoying homework? What's going on? Deglin, my lovely. Oh. Sorry, could you say that again? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm just wondering, with the poll, well, actually with the poll, do you find it shocking? Are you, are you shocked that majority of teachers said they are, that homework is not worth the hassle? No, I'm not shocked at all, to be honest. Um, it just takes up so much time. I spoke to a lot of my colleagues in a similar situation to me. They've been teaching for a few years. And yeah, they're just struggling to find the time. They don't feel like it's worth it. There's, there's yeah. not a whole lot of, there's not, not much of a point actually setting it because when you get back in the classroom, again, you can't give that feedback. You yeah. can't get around, can't have a look, you know. And then, like we were saying earlier, then it's not effective. If I'm not actually giving... <laughs> Uh, high quality feedback it's not actually effective these children have just done it because I'm just like oh I need to set homework um whilst Joshua I'm sure on the other side I mean have you ever said to the head teacher or to the one of the teachers you know I need more homework <laughs> that is if Joshua is there Joshua we'll come back to you Joshua my lovely um Sorry, I'm just checking. We'll come back to you. Now, I want us to think about... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about um, excuses I've had for not getting homework. Um, and that leads me to sanctions. Now, in my... Oh, Joshua. Hi, I'm back. Sorry, I was on mute. Apologies. Oh, oh. Ooh, like Zoom. You're on mute. You're on mute. Go. So, yeah, so your question was around, um, do I believe that homework is a waste of time? Uh, no, well, I was actually asking, have you ever requested to, you know, the teacher or the yeah, head teacher for yeah. more homework? Oh, you have. Absolutely. Yeah, I have. Absolutely. So um, there was a kind of a bit of a period where I just felt like I think it, it was the initial phase when I started kind of comparing the type of learning my niece was doing in comparison to my son. This would have been a few years ago. And so <clears throat> I raised the question just with the teacher um, if I'm if honest, I don't, I don't remember the response, but I do remember there was a, a some form of homework policy, um, and homework was going to be 
kind of administered or, or started or and it wasn't going to be loads it was just going to be kind of i think every fortnight maybe a little worksheet one one piece of paper worksheet to work through okay. this was a few years ago so it was probably when the homework was you know they were they were learning less so to speak yeah. but um <clears throat> yeah I, I did feel like it wasn't enough i did feel like and look uh, this is my own personal opinion i feel like potentially some of the parents within within the school or in his in his class were, weren't taking homework too seriously so mm-hmm. i think there might be an element of that teachers were like well what's the point of me putting all this effort in giving all this homework out and no one's doing it i think that might have been part of the maybe i'm not sure because okay. there were some parents uh, who were quite dedicated and ensuring that their children were continuously learning outside of school and uh, i think there might have been yeah that, that might have played a part to the decision making around do we give the kids homework or do we not um okay so, oh, so it doesn't really sound like the homework's regular sorry deglin please continue i'm just no your grand was just gonna say like some some of those viking ships i got back in were absolutely well they weren't great like it, it, it took the wind out of my sails like no pun intended but uh, yeah, i love good. that i love it i love it <laughs> but they tried they did their homework you know what i mean they did they try. did well they, they did have a go like they, they did they did have a go small clients wow yeah yeah well but then i find after a while well, i don't know some people might have sanctions now in my class there are sanctions if you don't do your homework. Um, but actually, I'm going to take it to secondary school first. So before I go on to you, Deglin, um, I had a secondary school teacher uh, message me. And she said, I always set homework and I expect a minimum of two sides if they want star points, which I can imagine is part of their behaviour policy. I accept one page, anything less, and they have a 30 minute detention. Slowly but surely, I was receiving four to 12 pages. I know. know. (laughs) Um, Because it became a competition, how much of my time can they waste with marking? Because I was wasting theirs marking them. Basically, it sounds like they've started, you know, doing a lot more work. And that is her sanction. I mean, secondary school, is that what you're expecting? I mean, dear God, that's that's a lot, I guess. Well, do you know what? Everyone can understand, but yeah, it, it's you can tell when someone hasn't put effort in. You can tell yeah. it's been a rush job. They've they've come in in the morning. They've went right. I'm in panic mode. Let me try and write so much, and they, they can only do three lines because they don't they don't have time. The school they started, yeah, they've already started going to classes. So you can tell you can tell it's it's an absolute scene when they hand it in, <laughs> and you know you know when they know, and you're both looking at each other like right, who's going to blink first? So, yeah. Someone's not quite got this right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you've spent about two minutes on this, haven't you? And like, yeah, okay. I'll see you at the end of the day. And we would give them, I mean, it's, it's harsh. Like, we would give them about 20 minutes at the end of the day to, to make sure they can do the homework. Like, Okay, 20 minutes at the end of the day. That's that's decent. That's that's all right. Ooh, ooh. Not, it's um, not too bad, right? Yeah, yeah. So that is that is the sanction. If you don't do your homework or if it's not to a good standard. Yeah, if it's, if it's, if they've not done it, or if it's um, it's not the high enough standard. Some, uh, do you know what? I wish it was more consistent with it. To be honest, sometimes mm-hmm. if there's a few in the class who haven't done it, I'll say right, bring it in tomorrow first thing in the morning. Show me it. If I don't yeah. see it, then then you'll get your your. We call it a correction in our school. Oh, it's a detention. Yeah. Oh, correction. Yeah. 
A correction, not a detention. Oh, I like the way that's worded. I like it. I Mm. like it's quite positive. Okay. Um, Okay, I might have to bring that back to my school. We're having a correction. It's correction time. Um, So, (laughs) with my my class, they know homework gets given out on a Friday. You need to bring it back on a Wednesday. Everything on a Wednesday. Now, if you don't bring it back, it is a detention. Um, but instead of just saying detention in primary school, you know, staying with me. Um, and at the beginning of the year, my class are like, oh, this has never happened before. We, you know, no one does this. We're a primary school. Um, but actually, I found throughout the last couple of months, they are amazing. Their parents tell me my child hands in their work. Uh, they go home, they get their work done. Um, and actually, it's to a good standard. Um, and actually, I can see... Rashi Rash, you've commented. Great topic. As a parent, I encourage homework as I feel it is an important part of the learning journey. However, admittedly, quite often, no feedback is provided. Both kids and parents feel quite discouraged. Oh, interesting. That is very interesting. That is. Um, So Rashi Rash, you might have not been here. We were discussing um, feedback earlier. And actually, evidence does show that um homework when you um give high quality feedback back you know it helps impact learning uh but we were just saying it's it's quite hard it is quite difficult sometimes you have to prioritize as well between what am i going to mark homework i will mark the homework eventually but i've also got their writing that they've done i've got their maths mm. that they've done i have got their geography their history assessments sitting there piling up collecting dots like right i need to get this marked before mm-hmm. i start worrying about homework because that's yeah. that's the real important stuff right that's checking progress that Those is boys, it. obviously that you, is could, it. you could argue homework is you're, when you're setting homework you are checking their progress i suppose but god it's such a toss-up like isn't it it is, it is. It's quite hard. And that's why in that thread at the beginning, which I spoke about, there were so many teachers and educators just talking and sharing that they find homework, you know, the bane of their lives at the moment. Um, but using what Lesson Copy said earlier, I think that is great. There's different ways you can do homework um, and actually make it engaging, actually make it, you know, impactful. Because that's what I think... The key is now, we, a lot of us are just scrambling to make homework. Like, we've got to do homework. We've got to set it. It's part of our homework policy. What actually is actually effective? But then do teachers have the time? Um, and actually, I feel like I'm making excuses right now. And <laughs> um, I want to know about excuses. I'm interested to know what excuses you have come up with. Now, Joshua, I feel like you probably, once upon a time, uh, you know, quite good of excuses um maybe joshua is there but he's probably on mute probably uh yeah i think he's on mute <laughs> i'm here please ask hello. away hello did you ever make an excuse <laughs> growing up <laughs> um i've got to be honest I was, all the time I, I was very consistent uh with Ooh. my homework i got it done when it was required i do however recall uh my siblings both of them they were <laughs> regularly, you know, making up excuses and it reflected badly on me because obviously being the youngest one, that, that was, it, it worked in my favour because the expectation was lowered from teachers, from from our, from our the siblings. However, 
I kind of raised the bar by ensuring that my homework was submitted. But I do recall my sister in particular. She'd always, you know, go into school. Just showing them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. She, she'd go into school and, you know, it'd be the cat weed on it or... Wow. You know, it, got, it went in. It went in the wash and got shredded. You know, there's always something along those lines. Spilled a cup of coffee on it or something like that, and you know, and that became kind of what what the teachers would start to expect, I guess, until I came in and raised the bar. It's, wow! 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 Fair, fair play, you're like you've done the business. You, you set a high bar. Appreciate it. No, no, no cats weighing on your homework, mate. <laughs> No, I didn't let the cat anywhere near my homework. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, uh, well, I hope that's not your sister. I hope your sister's not here. Um, I hope she's not to hear that. Yeah, she's, she's raging, mate. You're not getting a Christmas card like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rushy Rush, we're trying to add you, um, but, you know, please do call in. Press the call in button. Please do call in. Uh, homework. I'm re- oh Rashi Rash, what have you said? Oh, she says she's trying. Um, I'm trying to invite you up as a speaker, Rashi Rash. Uh, you might need to come back and go out and come back. I <laughs> I'm trying to think of an excuse now. One of my excuses that I had was literally that the dog ate. You know, it's the, the best one. It, it's just that. But like, does it actually happen? Does it? Does it? I, well, speaking for myself, I remember. <laughs> coming home from school and purposely leaving my bag in the hall and I had this dog called Lola and Lola Aww. she loved to chew things Lola was a great dog absolutely absolute gem like Aww, but I, but she did like to, she did like to chew things and I was thinking I thought I was being smart I was like right if I have loads of homework if I just leave my bag here my dog's gonna go through it like so my dog my dog did eat my homework but I did it on purpose like the bag was left there on purpose so I could go for it like 100% <laughs> Wow, so you just use Lola like a scapegoat. That is awful. Every time. That is awful. Listen, some people use cats, right? I had to use Lola. That was it. Ah, oh, it is true. Joshua did tell us, you know, some people use cats. Yeah. And... Rushy That's Rush, it. I can see you've joined us. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. We can hear you. Excellent. Thank you for adding me. And thank you for this really valuable conversation about homework. Um, so, I mean, I've been listening in. I've been listening to, obviously, your other caller, Joshua um, Tereb, I think his name is. And he's made some real valuable points. I mean, sorry, I hope I don't backtrack just a little. I apologise. I am okay. out on the street. I was just so desperate to get hold of you. I was like, let me quickly chime in. Um, just quickly about my point that I raised about homework. And I know you discussed it kind of about the whole feedback and how important it is for kids but from my point as a parent I would and it might be the unpopular suggestion but I would I would happily if the teacher said look this is what we're working through this is the text or this is something that you can use that kind of supports what we've been learning in the classroom go through it each week each week here's the answers if you're happy to mark it because I've approached my teachers in my school and I said look I want my child to do more because like what Joshua said, it came to a point where it's like they were given the bare minimum and then still not marking it. So imagine that the bare minimum and still not having time to mark it. And I know quite a few teachers, so I know how challenging it is to kind of balance everything because I'm so much about this work-life balance and every teacher I know 
does not have the correct work-life balance. They are working like crazy people. So I can't be mad at it. Yeah. But at the same time, hold the parents a little accountable. These are our kids. You know, these are artists. We want them to, you know, take over the world. We want them to be the next lawyers and doctors. So encourage, I feel like there should be a bit more kind of joint up thinking in, in regards to how can parents help support what teachers are doing? Because I want to know that my child has learned at school and I'm happy to help. But when I did approach my school, it was, oh, you know, just, there's some, just download this or download that. And I'm like, girl, come on. I want a bit more, you know, something that we're working off the same hymn book. Because there's no point me teaching her this way, but you're teaching it a different way. And then when I'm saying it to her, she's like, oh, no, mommy, that's not how we do it. So I just kind of feel like almost like schools need to really make the parents part of the community, the school community, and not just say it in words, but actually do it. Include parents in your teaching and your learning. Because if I can take something off of your shoulders so that you can then deliver high-quality lessons, let me 100%. do that. My child I think that's... Sorry. No, 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 go on, Declan, go on. No, I was just going to say, I think that's that's every teacher's dream, honestly. Uh, more parent involvement, like getting stuck in. Yeah. Getting amongst it and seeing what they're learning, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more with that. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I wish that was. I, I wish more parents had that thinking. Like, can I jump in as well? The back does. of that as well. Sorry. Yeah, love it. No, please, we're having a conversation. Yeah, I, you know, I think uh, Rashi Rash is she's she's spot on. To be honest, I think a lot of parents, we all probably agree with what she's saying, and we'd be more than happy to to get more involved. Just like her, I stepped in <clears throat> and asked a question a few times and. I'm not saying, for want of a better word, I felt like I was a bit fobbed off because not 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 saying the, the teachers were lazy, they weren't. They were like, like like Rashi Rash mentioned, they're probably inundated with a million other things as well. And mm-hmm. it, it almost felt like, although we know they're teachers, so the children are their priority, but homework and that part of their development was less important. And I think that that might be because they didn't feel as supported by parents. But I think there's a lot of parents out there, all parents I know, are more than willing to take on a little bit of what some may call the burden of additional work. We want our children to become better. Um, but we almost feel like, as we're not educators, I'm not. So I almost feel like I don't know where to turn to. I want to give my children more work to do, but I, I just don't know how. And if the, yeah. if the teachers gave us a little bit more guidance we'd be more than happy to pick pick up a little bit of the slack that they they may be struggling with. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? I'm loving this and I'm loving the yeah, honesty, actually. Um, yeah. I. Do you know what, though? I, I'm, I'm going to be honest as well. I don't know if you heard earlier, but if we look at actual evidence, we're saying that with primary, and I believe both of your children are in primary school, with primary schools, homework isn't seen to you know give, you know impact the children as greatly as if they were in secondary school so if a child is in secondary school the average um of impacts you know with their homework goes up by five months whilst in primary school it's not really seen as the most effective and actually I don't know if you were here earlier, but we were talking about Courtney White, who was supposed to be our guest, um, this teacher in Texas. And she has a no homework policy uh, because actually she believes that 
children should be spending time with their family at home. They should be doing other things um, other than homework. And actually, if we think about homework, um, some students will go home and they'll do more work than their parents because they've already spent a long day at school. Then they've got, you know, say, for example, could be my class, could be uh, this lovely teacher who messaged and said that, you know, she's expecting, you know, a page, page and a half. Um, they it's could be doing work for ages. Like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that's mad, isn't it? So I just think what? Yeah, please, please. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough one, like, isn't it? I, I can't no, I can't imagine no. going into work tomorrow and suddenly there's no homework policy. Like that would yeah. blow my mind. It's crazy. It's alien, like, yeah. It's crazy. But there is there is a borough at the moment. I, th- I believe they're trialling it. Um, so I'll be interested to, you know, find out about that. So if anyone is, you know, a part of a borough or they're part of a school that has, has is part of a no homework policy, please do message, call in, text in, tweet us at TTR Radio 22 tweet me at seh miss um, and use the hashtag ttr radio so i want us to have a think like i said i was thinking of excuses but also i want us to think of the children who sometimes with homework they don't actually have a place to do their homework you know homework is They might not have an environment that is very conducive for homework. And I think that's something else we need to remember. You know, some children, lovely. They might have, you know, a table. Some children might be doing their homework on their bed. Some might, you know, have loud noises. And actually, that is why some children you find are constantly not doing their homework. Now, I know alternatives could be, and actually evidence shows it does have an impact, homework clubs. So actually having a club where, you know, someone can, an adult can support them. 100%. Yeah. It's thinking about, you know, how can we better these children? But is, is the homework actually effective? I think at the end of the day, we can set homework, but if it's not effective, what is the point? What is the point? I think (laughs) that is it. And I think this is a debate that's been going on for years and years. You know, I looked at a time cover, a magazine cover, from 1999 and it read too much homework how it's hurting our kids and what parents should do about it that was from 1999 look it's 2022 and we're still discussing this homework issue it's still stressing everyone and I can see you know we've got some stressed out parents here stressed out teachers um you know stressed out TAs who are probably the ones who be asked to mark some of this um you know and stressed out children um I will never forget a good few years ago, I was um, a teaching assistant in a primary school and there was a child and she was in floods of tears. And I remember saying, what's wrong? What's going on? And she said, I'm depressed. And she was saying, I'm depressed because I've got so much homework to do and my sats are coming up. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, you know, sats, the stress um, put on children. It's not even GCSEs, it's sats. Um, and she just felt like she was stressed with so much homework that was constantly coming in. And I think sometimes we also need to think of that aspect, you know, there's, there's so much to think about. Yeah, I, I feel like there was a bit of a knee jerk reaction after COVID 
I feel like mm-hmm. there was this idea push that children have missed out um, and they'll have to catch up, they'll have to catch up. So maybe in the, the years since COVID or even during COVID, there's this idea of we need to give them as much as possible to backfill what they've already missed out. Um, and it is, it's it's a lot for children. Like this is what it's all about really. We are, we're teachers, we're teaching kids and parents are parenting kids and our, the kids are getting stressed out. Like, That's so. It. I think it I think there was a bit of a knee-jerk reaction after COVID. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just catch up, catch up, catch up. And it's like it sounds like a dirty word. You're not allowed to say catch up because it'll stress people out. However, yep. I want you to set this homework, this homework, this homework. You're like, oh yep. my days. Yeah. So I thought something's gonna give here and it like it'll be the children who'll suffer. Um that just on good. your point about mm-hmm. um having a homework club and having a safe space to do it. You, yeah. I think it's so important even opening up the school library for an hour after school and getting getting the children in there because it's still a managed environment. You have an adult in the room who can dart around the room and help. It's peace and quiet. I mean, some of these kids share bedrooms with their siblings. They won't have a desk space. There'll be a dinner table. We were talking about class earlier, about people having access to tutors and all this. Yeah. I know some of the children I teach are from very, they come from difficult backgrounds that don't have that space to go right, I'm going to set up here. I'm going to sit and do work for an hour and give it my best effort. They don't have that. They don't have access to it. So yeah. I think schools need to facilitate that after, mm-hmm. on site, after school, like after teaching hours. No. And obviously managed by an adult. Like, I think it's important. And I would agree. I, I honestly would agree with that. I think even when I set homework, I know if it involves, you know, digital things, do the children actually have that? Um, I always say, you know, how much do you on a Wednesday? But if any day you realise, please just let me know. I'm happy for you to stay in and use a computer. I'm happy to, you know, give you a device if I have one. Um, I think just, you know, spellings, if you don't understand the word, you know, I have to remember that I give spellings out to children. You know, I want you to yeah, learn the meaning. You're, you're you... trying to help. Like... Yeah. But what if they don't, what if they go home and their parent doesn't know what it means? They're struggling to find it in a dictionary. Yeah. I think... Homework isn't as effective if you know we don't. You need, help a, you need a, a bit of support, like yeah. Do you yeah. guys do you guys use show my homework at all? I imagine it, in primary it's a little bit different because they're, they're quite young and accessing that. But have you ever used show my homework as a platform? Show my homework. I've never heard of this before. Tell me more. <laughs> show, show my homework. We we bought into it over COVID, and it's a it's a really good platform. You set honestly, it's fantastic. You can do so much with it, but. At the beginning, when we were in the first lockdown, we were finding our feet with it. We were trying to like build our confidence with it. Mm-hmm. And you could just set quiz. You could just set different quizzes every, um, and you could set the due date. It auto marks, so the kids will do it, and it'll just tell you the scores. You get three attempts. You can tell them, um, you can give them like a timer for how long they've got to spend on it. It's a, it's really, really handy stuff. Um, wow. But it's also, it's also a place where the kids can message. So the kids okay. can, um, yeah, so if they're struggling, especially, so we moved on from quizzes and we started setting a proper meaty work, work they could get their teeth stuck into. like, And okay, um, yeah. they were able to actually message us saying, sir, I don't understand this or I don't understand that. And it, it was, once we got into the swing of it, we were using Show My Homework with MS Teams. So we're doing live lessons mm-hmm. and then going across to Show My Homework so they actually do some work and submit work. And even if they had 
file paper. They could do work on the file paper, take a photo and send it in that way. It was it's a really good platform. Now that that helped, and I feel like now it's a great tool just because it covers that. It allows them to access you. That's depending if the teachers willing to have show my homework on their laptop open all the time, like and are willing to check, like because obviously you need to switch off work work life balance. But it's a it's a really good platform, and I feel like it. Yeah, it's just a great platform. Oh wow! I think I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, gotta be careful now. I think Joshua and Rashi Rash might be going back to school tomorrow to t- <laughs> tell them about show my homework. Yeah, this fellow was talking about show my homework. He said it's great. Why don't you have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not to the head teacher? <laughs> mm, I can so, imagine that going on. <laughs> wow, time is flying by and. Wow, we've just been speaking so much about homework. Thank you so much, everyone who has contributed so far. Um, I can see on Twitter, um, Colette B said, my dog has actually done it. Wow, wow. (laughs) Oh, and someone else, the perfect language. You've said, I once apologised to a year 12 class because my then puppy had shredded their homework and turned into a temporary bed. Oh, wow, turned it into a temporary bed. Wow, okay, maybe it isn't it. Maybe it's not even just an excuse. It actually does happen. Okay, we're nearly we're nearly at the end of the late show with Shaniqua Edwards Hayes. We're going to just have a quick update with um some ads, and then we'll be back to end the Shaniqua way. And that is where you tell me who your favorite fictional teacher is. So we'll be back in a few minutes. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development, every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. Wow. I'm still thinking about dogs eating homework. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it, it happens. It, it, it happens. And there, unless someone said something about cats earlier as well, like, and that happens too. So. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can't forget the cats. Like. No. And actually, I have a hamster. My hamster eats my books sometimes, to be fair. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. I might, I might use it as an excuse next time, you know, staff meeting I'm supposed to hand something in yep. that is it big the deadline got out of it, like. the hamster was that it that's what I'm going to say 
I, I might so, as well come down well. <laughs> yeah. If you don't see me on the late show, if there's no more late show, Shanique Quaid would say, you, you'll know why. Just blame um, my house yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's because I got fired, you know. Of like, course. Yeah, of course. Stick them. Uh, <laughs> we're coming up to the final 15 minutes of the show. Um, and I always end the late show, Shanique Quaid would say, with, you know, just a bit about thinking about our favourite fictional teachers and I want to know why uh I mentioned mine a few weeks ago mine was actually Professor McGonagall uh from Harry Potter loser. I, wow are you a Harry Potter hater I don't hate you're it. a Harry Potter I don't hater hate aren't you that's all right are you a Lord of the Rings fan I feel like you're one of them I am I'm a dude oh, I'm, I'm one of them Oh, Sadly. dear. I don't think we can talk anymore. How do I end this call? How do I end this? Just um, kick, me, kick me from the, the podcast. Like, does anyone really... want to replace Deglin? Uh, oh, so, oh, oh, okay. So we're going to get chatting. I can see someone's committed as well. Um, Deglin, I want to hear from you. Please tell us. Uh, it has to be Jack Keaton from the Dead Poet Society. Oh, okay. Captain, my captain. Okay. What a guy. Um, Classic. I'm a huge fan. Like I'm biased here. Like I love Robin Williams, and he plays Jack Keaton. Uh, he's work. He's an English teacher, and he's um mm-hmm. he's teaching in a, a really well-to-do school in the United States. And there's a poetry book, and there's like a formula in the front, and it talks about how you can rate poetry using this formula. Mm-hmm. And he just says to the kids, "Rip that out," and they all rip it out, and then he gets them to stand on top of their tables and just chat nonsense like i love it the bits it's such a good film actually i remember watching it on pgc morale was low on the pgc you know what it's like you've got an sau you've got lessons yeah. to plan i was like i need to go and watch something and then yeah. watching robin williams shout oh cap my captain and inspire these kids um to sort of think outside the box um first time i ever heard carpe diem uh, like, go and live an extraordinary life that, that's what that was his message yeah um and yeah that's just it's a great show and i think he's brilliant and it's well acted and he's an inspiring teacher he's uh he he tried to teach them to look outside the box because obviously it was a very rigid school they were getting drilled and in terms of how to be a certain way and he just he he wasn't conforming to it and he tried to pass that on like so yeah huge fan of jack keaton oh i love that thank you thank you and actually those of you who are doing your pgce um ect yeah run leave run (laughs) 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 no No, we're trying to get them into education tell them to get in of course of course don't run don't run go and watch that film and feel feel inspired feel inspired great show there you go um i can see aisha has commented saying i would say miss honey from matilda oh and my partner said he prefers miss trunchbull miss trunchbull wow Wow, I bet he'd enjoy going in the chokey. <laughs> maybe, maybe he wants the cake. Maybe that's why. Um, my class, we were talking about Miss Honey the other day. They were actually saying she's too nice. Um, too nice? Honey. Yeah, they said she's too nice. They were like, we'd just be able to talk over her. I mm. was like, wow, wow. Okay. wow. Oh, lesson copy has commented. Kindergarten cop. Oh, wait, that's the one with. I've not seen that one. Oh, do a little Google. We've got to do a little Google. Quick Google of Kinder Con- It's with Kinder Arnold. Con- it's with Arnold. Ah, 
I'll be back. A big fella, yeah. Yeah. The Terminator, like. Yeah, Terminator. We're, we're thinking of Terminator. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's real wholesome films with Arnold in it, like, and we go straight to the Terminator, yeah. like. That is it. We're, we're going to, yep, yeah, Arnie, we're going to uh, watch it. I think that's our homework. <laughs> that's our homework. That. Yeah. yeah, that is our homework. We're going to be right. watching that. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, dog, Rashi Edith, Rash, sadly. can you... Rash, <laughs> Rashi Rash, can you tell us... Um, yeah, Rashi Rash or Josh, Joshua, it'd be lovely to hear from any of you if you want to share. Um, hiya. Hiya. Um... If I'm completely honest, I can't think of a fictional teacher that I actually liked. I can think of some who probably didn't like so much, but um, I can't think of one that, you know, was inspiring or kept me uh, motivated in any way, shape or form. Um, I can share, I can share, I can share one with you, but it won't be someone who, you know. (laughs) Inspired you. Not like Dumbledore. Dumbledore doesn't inspire you. Um, I, I didn't watch, is that Harry Potter or one oh of them? Oh my like, gosh. Sorry, I'm not, wow. I'm not familiar. Wow, I need to kick these people off the <laughs> stage. Uh, uh, I do apologise. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it should be added to the national curriculum and I might have... <laughs> Harry Potter it. studies. Yeah. That is it. That is it. Maybe, maybe. Um, what about someone mentioned last week, no, two weeks ago when they were on the show, they said Sister Dolores from Sister Act. I was thinking her actually. Oh yeah. I wasn't sure if I was allowed to use that one. Yeah, yeah. I've not watched I know. I know. Would she be considered a teacher? I guess she taught music, so yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's still not okay. Nothing from Joshua then. (laughs) No, I tell I tell you what. I used to like um, Mrs. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually butcher her name. Mrs. Crabapple is that her name from Simpsons? (laughs) 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 I quite liked her. Right. Why she, did you like her? I never saw her teeth. She oozed apathy and her lack of enthusiasm kind of um <laughs> it kind of it set the um I guess it kind of yeah, it's all negative. I mean I won't continue because it's not it's probably not yeah. a good thing actually. Yeah. yeah but her lack of enthusiasm <laughs> wasn't um it didn't really lead me down the path of wanting to become an educator, unfortunately. But had I had been influenced by um, the other guy you mentioned, Dumbledore. Maybe yeah. I would have gone down the educational route. You didn't Mrs. know who Crab Dumbledore was a few minutes ago. I, I still don't know who he is, but he seem, you seem to like him, so I'm sure he's uh, he's all right. He, he's, he's okay. He, okay. He let ha- he let Harry get away with murder. To be honest, there was too much extra extracurricular stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow! Safe, wow! Safe garden. Wow, Harry Potter hater. Oh, Aisha said the head teacher from the Inbetweeners, who I love that head teacher. Oh, he's, yeah, he's he is yeah. amazing. Jesus, he's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> um, and Rashi Rash, let's end with you if you're still there. Although I can see you have commented, she might be busy. Sorry, oh. I am here. Apologies, yeah. I'm trying to unmute myself. Um, so my fictional teacher is I don't know if anyone watches How to Get Away with Murder, but it's the Professor Annalise. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she literally is ride or I don't want to say die, but she literally goes wow. all for her students. It's, it's an education like, show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. Go on. That kind of dedication to making sure that her students are always protected and looked mm-hmm. after and they always came out on top. Like, I'm like, yeah, I needed a professor like that 
Um, and I see it in so many teachers around me just how they, you know, and I hate to say it, but sometimes they're like, they've got like their favourites and they always like push them and enhance them and that sort of thing. And I felt like Annalise had her favourite six and she went for it. So I didn't, I don't agree with the kind of cherry picking who you want to kind of push, but I wish all teachers had the ability and the time to push every child in their chosen paths of success. That's it for me. Oh, oh, I like that answer. It was really well thought out, actually. Very well thought out. Yeah, it was. It was solid, hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah. Need to invite you next week, innit? Need to. Hey. Wow, I'm gonna talk to my boss. How do we block? I'm joking, I'm joking. How do we block? <laughs> no, thank you so, so much. And wow, just like that, we've got to 9.30, really. So thank you so much to all of our guests today. Thank you, Rashi Rash, for coming up. Uh, thank you, Joshua, for contributing. And thank you, a big thank you to Deglin McAlloran. Thank you. You've been amazing. Absolutely no amazing. Jobs. Like, wow, wow. No worries. Like the dream team it's been it's been great it's been great Good crack. uh have you remembered your homework to watch um oh god i need to write up my diary what is it oh god wow. what am i watching also oh it's I've... kindergarten that's it's the kindergarten yes. one it's the one with arnie yep we're right. watching kindergarten kindergarten cop and we'll let you everyone know <laughs> um terrible, we'll let everyone know <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> please no, i don't do. know i'm not joking Please do follow us all. Follow me at SEHMiss on Twitter. Um, follow talk, Teachers Talk Radio at TTR Radio 22. Join the conversation. If you enjoyed this, please tweet us. Please let us know. Um, and I look forward to talking to you all again in two weeks' time. Monday, the 9th of May. Wow, May. Monday the 9th of May uh, we'll be back yeah. it, is, it is quite scary isn't it oh, so <laughs> we'll mm. be back then keep up to date with me to find out what we'll be discussing next see you all bye 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 thank you you've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.